If you like retro video games, then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other fine patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Derek Shirley, Kathy Gutierrez-Figueroa, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's do it. Thing. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm feeling kind of classy yoked today, boys, like a caviar, like a nice fine caviar on a cracker. Mm-hmm. I'm Jacob Craig. And uh, our guest tonight, you know him from Conan, from Squidbillies, Comedy Central. He has all those fun little credits. And you can actually see him live. You can buy tickets right now on bwdtour.com. Yeah. He's coming to Mandeville, Louisiana, and or New Orleans. Or yeah, North you should be specific about that, evidently. <laughs> this is the thing about the North Shore, dude. It's like no one knows what the fuck to call it because it's all just like the same thing. But that's well, September 16th. And you yeah, the dude right on... Now. Yeah, after I was like... Because I think people are shocked on Twitter when they're like kind of rude to me and then I'm like, you know, say stuff back to them. <laughs> yeah, right. Like everyone and, thinks that they can just respond, like like trash a celebrity without them responding. Yeah, and I'm not a celebrity, but I get that they because I right whatever you know what I mean the blue it's check like, mark. I don't even have Twitter. That's the weird thing. I've never had that on purpose because I thought it was weird. Uh, also <laughs> noticed. Uh, also noticed that some of my friends would get it, and then they wouldn't respond to me stuff. And then someone pointed out, like, oh well, in your in your mentions, like you can just see if if only blue checks respond. There's like a, just one of those, so they're just not looking at the people that don't have blue. And I was like, oh, that is that is. So I can tell when that like actual friends of mine are doing that on Twitter because they'll be like, I didn't see it, and I'm like, yeah, I know because you only look at the blue check, you weird high school freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's very strange. It's a strange. Just like I don't like it's like I have a bunch of followers. No one's trying to be me or anything. And if they are, I'm like, cool, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't. Think I think it'd be like funny if somebody pretended me gets more followers. That would be awesome. But I don't think I'll like ever favor, know what it's... Then they, they have to do it. Yeah, that'd be great. I was gonna say I don't think I'll ever know what it's like to have the blue check on anything because I'll, I'll never be that famous uh, to have it. You check. say that, but you know, someone close to you could get murdered. You know. <laughs> That. I mean, it's pretty possible with with Jacob. I mean, he's come close to getting murdered a few times in the last just, few weeks. And then this podcast really takes off. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Dude. Oh, man. There are so many people that could listen to this and then just find me. Like, I'm definitely going to end up in a Netflix documentary soon. I mean, fingers crossed. You can do it. That's the benchmark. Jason got his, um, someone filled up Jason's tire. Yeah. recently 
<laughs> they like filled it with more air, like to try to make it explode. Yeah, and he so has no I, idea who did it. I was gonna talk about that on the show here. I don't know because I, I I went on Facebook because I don't know if this is some kind of like new prank or something that people you, are doing. But I, I got you're, my, you're, it. Didn't need air. Well, no, I got in my car the other day and I keep my my tires checked. You know, I, I keep the correct psi in them. And I get I get in my car to go to work, and it says to check tire pressure. So I get to work, I get my little air air gauge thing, I get out, and I check my tires, and my right front tire had 60 pounds of pressure in it, which is double what it's supposed to be. So somebody put air into my tire overnight, and I don't I only have one enemy that I know of, and J, Jacob even brought it up. The, the first thing Jacob said was this certain person, and I'm like, I really don't know if he knows what I drive, but it wouldn't be hard to find out. I mean, he knows where I live. But, I mean, that I was going to say, like, sometimes, like, the weather has something to do with that, but then you were like, it's twice the amount. I was like, that's not the weather. Yeah. That is, that is. <laughs> this is intentional. Somebody. <laughs> like a tornado got inside the tire. That's yeah. like you captured a, that's like, <laughs> it is a, like, Look up like what that can do. I mean, it'll yeah. cause your tire to explode. It, you know, if I'd have hit a, if I was on the interstate driving and or whatever, it could have exploded on me. Sure, but I mean, that's more of a like a just like a borderline prank. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like, it, like it's why, like a redneck prank. Does yeah, that why make sense? That seems yeah. like a lot of work for a prank that may not have a That's payoff. why I said redneck prank, where yeah. you're like, like hey, I'll help you fix it, too. And you're like, man, you are weird. But you're, I appreciate that. That is, you are going to need to, I am going to need to. Yeah, that is, like, I learned that. Like, I went to this mud thing uh, in the middle of Florida. That's the best way to describe what? it. It is. <laughs> okay. It was like this huge park. And park is, it's not a park. It's just some giant, probably old farm is what it was. 500 something acres. And then they made a big mud thing or trails. And people from all over paid $50 a head just to show up. And it was chaos. I was there working on it. Like I was filming a documentary thing. So it wasn't, I wasn't like, it was fun. I is insane but part i they really had to explain it to me because i'm like you like with the pranks you're like that's a lot of work is most of the fun for them is to like make other things and then break them because then they get to fix it yeah yeah they they do it until it breaks and i was like i we we work so different is like that's like I, I don't want my car to ever break ever and they're like no i drove it into the thing until it and then remember when i i filled your tire up remember how funny it was and it exploded and then <laughs> i was like i got you you're like, what is that's true like, i mean there there are more efficient ways to kill somebody like you can just cut the brake line it's not a kill thing that's what i'm saying it's like a weird redneck prank where it's like yeah. do you say i filled your tire up two minutes and you're like yeah, was that you I got you you're like, okay. It's more just to cause an inconvenience than anything. Yeah. Like, were you parked dumb? Like, we could have been one of your neighbors? And they're just like, yeah, this guy fucking parked. No, I mean, you've seen my parking lot outside my building. Is this a regular parking lot? Oh, could <laughs> do you live in an apartment? 
yeah. with many people. Yeah. You could have been the victim of like mistaken car. It's possible. That's true. I think that's probably my, that makes more sense than anyone. Cause even you were like, well, that one guy, then you're like, I just, it seems like a lot of work. Even <laughs> you guys are like, I don't think that's him. He's lazy. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I just think it's probably like, Hey, I fucked your car up. And you're like, no, you didn't. And somebody's yeah. like, uh oh, you drive that car. You're like, that's not my car. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. But now Somebody. it's caused me, you know, cause I have, you know, like weird anxiety shit. So now it's <laughs> like every single night, like every couple of hours, I'll just stick my head out the door and see if anybody's fucking with my car. Well, why don't you get like a little camera? I mean, I guess I yeah, could. You if you're, I mean, a little peace of mind there just to figure out like, hey, I wonder if anybody, because that's like, you can get one of little motion things for pretty cheap on Amazon. Yeah, yeah I have a trail is, camera. I'll let you borrow it. Problem is, living in an apartment oh, yeah. complex. Yeah, I, you guys I, are in Mississippi. Just go to Bass Pro. They got all kinds <laughs> of cameras. Yeah, we just go to the Walmart. Yeah, but the yeah. problem is, I live in an apartment complex, so I never park like in the same spot all the time. That's so, what dude, I'm saying. Get the trail one and just put it next. Yeah. Your parking, your parking spots like really close to the bushes. Just put the. It would be funny if they the stole the camera, though. That would. Be I just need funny. to get some camouflage <laughs> from the Bass Pro Shop, and I'll go sit in the bushes overnight, waiting. Yeah, for somebody yeah it'll to be funny if they just like filled the camera up with air. Then all of a sudden, I see Jacob. <laughs> I do that. Jacob sneaking. All we up got is this air gun. My <laughs> thing too is like you can't do that quietly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> an, that's what I was just coming to. I was like. In the middle I grew up of the on night, a cattle farm. Heard... My grandpa's cattle farm was down the street, and like he had an air machine, and that thing is loud. Yeah, it's like there's definitely like Burr, at like three in the morning, and someone definitely poked their head out there, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But I mean, you're just like, "Hey, flat tire," and you're like, "Okay, I gotta go to work or something." Like it's not like a super su- suspicious thing. Yeah, Jacob, you don't own a uh, air compressor, do you? <laughs> I do actually, yeah. <laughs> My circle closes even further. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's all right, dude. If I wanted to prank you, I'd just fuck your cat. <laughs> You're not her type. That's, that's the best redneck prank ever, dude. Just fucking an animal. Is no, it, am I the only one? That, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend, and she's. This is funny. Where is this going? Uh, this is funny. It's funny now because, like, she told me this story years ago. She's from my hometown. Uh, and, like, literally, when I tell you all these details, you could probably look up who it is. Pretty funny. But she, he didn't do anything. She was just at a party in, like, this red, real country part of Kentucky. And uh, she's like, this guy, we can say anything, right? On this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like this like barn kind of field party, you know, like like that happens in the town or whatever. And she's there with her removed cousins in the town. And this guy says, hey, uh, I bet you $50 I can fuck that pig. Or you won't. Somehow that came up or like someone's like $50 says you won't fuck that pig or something like that. And this dude was like, I'll do it or whatever. And everyone laughed. And she thought it was like really funny, but then the, everyone just got quiet and just, and then he caught the, she was like, and then he fucked the pig at the party. And I was like, say what? <laughs> she was like, and then she, he fucked the pig 
and then the pig left the pig loose and it ran off to wherever and then the party just kept going and someone gave him fifty dollars and it was just like it was like part of the part and i'm like what she's like i she's like i have to keep telling this story because it doesn't seem you know she's like it's one of those things where like everyone's face is like yours right now we're like i don't she's like but i saw it she's like i wouldn't she's like why would i make that up and i was like no you're she she's not like a dramatic person you know what i mean she's like she's like a redneck dude kind of uh do you remember the grand Ole opry that makes me laugh so hard now um Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so i mean that's probably the worst that's not even close to the worst thing a member of the grand Ole opry is seen or uh but that story always makes me laugh because it is just like huh and she was like the weirdest part i was like yeah the party just kept going she was like that was exactly the weirdest part like that no one seemed super fake so did did he fuck the pig to completion i didn't i think he fucked it for a while till it was like okay this is it okay and (laughs) i always i don't know why in my head but the scene it's like got a similar vibe to that scene in boogie nights you know what i mean when they're just like at the party and there's like dude they're standing around on that dude's wife and oh yeah carport or whatever it's just kind of like that kind of like huh that kind of just like hmm Okay. Where yeah. is like, your you can't even town? be mad. <laughs> huh? It wasn't my hometown. It was in Kentucky. But I'm not defending my hometown that that wouldn't happen in my hometown. No. Yeah. I feel like that happened in my hometown like a few days ago. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's yeah. got to be. It's... Yeah. It's that. There's that part of every place. It's like when, when, you know what I mean? It's like well, I was like, in Los Angeles, and people are like, "Man, there's that there's parts of that town that are." You're like, "Yeah, it's a place. Yeah. Every place has good and bad, and crazy and cool, and and animal fucking." And well, that's just usually like, you know, ten or eleven miles outside of town at least. Yeah, gets into where you're like, "Wow, it seems well, like we're so much farther away than we are." Well, I can't even blame people for continuing the party because like you can't be mad you told the guy to do it it is i think it would be if you're just kind of like huh anyway so uh because it is i don't know yeah there, i, I mean, just remember there's a dude that i that was in our high school and i didn't go to like especially younger like when i was a freshman or sophomore i didn't go to many parties my dad was one of the football coaches and so there was like a lot of stuff that he was aware of and so i wasn't allowed to be it which is probably for the best as i look back yeah. on it but at the time it was frustrating but one dude came back and his i still don't know why i don't know i don't think it's good but he was forever known as i don't know his real name anymore is sweet meat <laughs> and i can't imagine <laughs> can't imagine it was good because of who was around when it happened. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, oh. But he was like, I want to belong. So he really went with it. And I still don't know, but I know it wasn't. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, oh, I I don't want to know this. Um, what do they do, yeah. you sweet, sweet boy? <laughs> sweet Meat was actually one of Jason's startup bands before he hit it big. 
I think you were in Sweet Meat in high school. Yeah, I, I played bass for Sweet Meat back in the 90s. <laughs> That's a good gig. It's a good name if for a band. I'm it's pretty, not a good yeah. name. I guarantee there's been a band named Sweet Meat at this point. It has to be. Yeah. There's definitely been a charcuterie board named Sweet Meat. Is that how you say that word? Yeah, charcuterie. charcuterie. <laughs> so uh you, so look like Billy, you're, you look like you're questioning us on on that that uh pronunciation i don't i mean we all have accents so there's no way we're nailing everything i don't think yeah no it's, my girlfriend doesn't know the different difference between pastor and pasture drives me fucking insane oh that is does she know it she knows it now drives, did it drive you crazy? I bet she does oh, on purpose. She does. She definitely fucking does. So she says, my pastor said? Yes. And then she calls the pastor a pastor? Yeah. She's like, look at the cows in the pastor over there. I'm like, the cows uh, aren't in a pastor. Purpose. So what does she think? What does she she's think filling of... up your tires and she's fucking with you. She's ask, her, ask, her, ask her what she knows about Louis Pasteur and see what she says. Dude, she was wearing a Beatles shirt yesterday, and I called her out. I was like, name one member of the Beatles, and she couldn't fucking do it. Like, she's she's not going to know. She's like, my pastor. Yeah, pastor, my pastor. pastor was John like, Lennon. She's not going to know who Louis Pasteur fucking She is. doesn't not, know who any, she can't name one of the Beatles? No. Can't, nope. Not a single one. Can't but, name Yoko Ono. Fucking nothing. But they're like. I know. I think two of them are apostle names. Yeah. So she could just name that like <laughs> she could just guess. Yeah, it, like, even if it. she just guessed and just said uh John, like and she yeah. would have been right. <laughs> That's, yeah, or Paul. Yeah. yeah. George. Even if she just, like, they're if she all just very with... it's like just say a British name. Just say yeah. a British name. George. Even Pete, she would be technically right. It's yeah. like, yeah, Pete Best was in the Beatles, like fucking yes. bonus points. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bingo, and you're like, God, you're closer than you're you think. That's close. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, she couldn't even. It started a huge fight. Like we almost. It broke should. Up. I'm kind of upset about like her not knowing one of their names. Her thing was like, "This shirt was at Walmart for two dollars, and you're gonna judge me because I can't name anyone on my shirt." I'm like, "All right, name a Beatles song." She could fucking do it. Yeah, you can't wear that shirt. You're a poser. Like, don't wear fucking it. poser, dude. <laughs> Take it weird. off. It's. it's... Did you was find like, her in a in a pastor somewhere, just wandering in a pastor? <laughs> Pretty not, much, man. You're not far off. <laughs> like my my whole town and her whole town is basically just all pastors, as far as the eye can see. I think he's frozen. Oh, I'm back. Oh, there you're you back. are. Yeah. No, yeah, we were it's just, all, it's just all pastors, dude. Just like no, I they've been there. That's. 59 is scary. Yeah. So, so like, I'm what, wondering if, um, how, how old is your girlfriend, Jacob? She's the same age as me. She's, she's a year that? young. She's a year older than me. 22. That's not the same age as you. <laughs> yeah, it is. How old do you think I am? Now that you said 22, I think you're 22. Hell yeah, dude. What did you think before? I wasn't going to go older than 25. I'll be honest. Um, because you were like, my girlfriend can't name one of the Beatles. And I was like, man, either, 14, right? either 
he's like a dude in his late twenties and he's dating some woman with a head injury or, <laughs> or he's pretty young. That means he's pretty young and that's yeah. not crazy, but it is weird to be like, wear a band shirt and not Google them. Yeah. Right. Like that's, a, that's the, I think that's more of the, like not to be curious, like who are these guys? Why is his shirt like this? Like, right. It was like, why did you buy it? Like you could have well, bought a dollar thing that I get. That is also weird. But she said it's like, and she explained to me the two dollar shirts. She was like, there was a Beetle shirt and a SpongeBob shirt and a Minnesota Vikings shirt. And I'm like, well, then get the Minnesota Vikings. Like you can name at least one player on the Minnesota Vikings. But like, what is it if you don't know who they are? Why does it matter which shirt you choose? It. I'm not. You're not wrong about anything you're saying. All your logic is. I am. Like this just gets. This is so much better than the stupid Twitter thing I got into because this is fascinating. <laughs> because she has no ties to any of them. She got so the SpongeBob her, shirt too. Oh, she got that one too. Yeah, because she's watched SpongeBob. Yeah, I was gonna say. So it came down to Minnesota Vikings or the Beatles. But she knew football was, right? Yeah, she she doesn't watch football anymore because we live together, and I think football's fucking gay. So, <laughs> but she knows, like, someone on the Minnesota Vikings. That was aggressive. Um, <laughs> I know, was I'm like, sorry. That was, that was, wow. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for whatever football did to you, but... Yeah, um, man. Well, dude, it's just... We, I played it wasn't... It was, I mean, there was probably some gay stuff, but yeah, well, it's like we live a in a bar? place, there's always gay stuff. It's like we live in a place where football is like religion, and it's just no, I, just I understand that part it. of it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's not okay. Let's put it, <laughs> but I see what I see what this, <laughs> I see what Mississippian use is like. This is gay, and the way they do it, it is. <laughs> It's fuck. It's too much, dude. It is the pageant. It is a weird missing the. Yeah, they missed the point of some stuff in a weird way, and then are hateful about some. You're right. I understand it. Yeah, but, it's like the the Saints lose, and they'll like put cigarettes out on themselves. It's like what the fuck are you doing with your life? Well, that's well, okay. I can explain what that is. See, when you as you get older, and this will happen, um, you. Some people don't process like their failures and their successes the correct way, and then they don't like own up to certain things. And so, what they do is they'll project onto other things they can't really control and act like that. That is like some people do it with you know pastures, and then some people do it with um football teams where they're like, Oh, if you win, I'm happy, and if you lose. Mm, mm, I'm getting the pain out too, and you're like, "This none of this is good, guys." Yeah. I I'll say this on your Mississippi podcast. I played football. I was pretty deep, pretty good at it. You know what I mean? I played in the South. Yeah. It was like, uh, I could have played in college that kind of thing and i was like even in college i was just i mean in high school i was like mm, no this is it's too much it's well f- football practice sucks <laughs> yeah like yeah, the game is fun the game is fun as hell like that part don't get me wrong friday night and i've 
done some pretty cool stuff in my career, but like Friday nights or in high school football are pretty spe that part's pretty special. It's yeah. weird. Um and I've done some some like kind of like thrilling things as an adult. I'm still like, huh, eh, that's still you know? Yeah. Uh but I never understood fandom. Does I mean I do like I understand it. Like, cause I like bands and things like, you know, people like, right. I understand it, but the, the re like the obsession with like teams and that kind of stuff. Like I never, even as a player, I didn't fully understand the emotions that people had behind. It. Like, I, it's fun to watch the game. You know, it's like thrilling and it's back and forth and it's suspensive. Like that is all. I love sports. But, I think it taps into something primal and and sure, people. It's and I I think I miss that. I don't understand that part. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so questioning. You're exactly right. There's like it's a big thing. But the I remember just being in high school and like when Tennessee would lose, people would be like their weekends would be like ruined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I just even then I was like I don't, I mean I'm a fan that like it was to the game the game's fun there's 110,000 people there. everybody's like that's crap you know what I mean that's an event a lot of exchange of energy it's fun they lost right like, oh that sucks we had nothing to do with it yeah <laughs> you want to go eat pizza and they're like God damn, if that receiver would have just we could it and I'm like man that's yeah, we that's were in the, the upper deck. That's and the weird. We're in a blackout. Yeah, that's so the, like, what? the weird part about it when people like the, uh, people's team loot or wins or something like, yeah, we we won and all this stuff. And I'm like, you didn't do shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. And for, like, it's so funny to me. Like, people are so invested in a game that like 16 year olds are playing. Or it's like they that's base their whole personality around it. Well, like, the high school stuff makes sense to me in, like, the community of it. And, like, what was cool was, like, we were, my high school was, we weren't good for 20-something years. Yeah. And then my senior year, we got pretty good. And it was, like, the town's like, you know, we are good. And you're just like, mm, you guys haven't been here for three years. Well, that's but the same is, thing, like, when I was in high school, that place was a dump. Like, there were windows that were shattered out. There was no money oh, for yeah. the school. Like, it sucked where I went to high school. Then, like, I graduated. I, I, yeah. <laughs> and then I graduated. And then, like, a couple of years later, the football team ended up winning, winning, like, the state 4A championship or something. Next thing you know, all the windows are fixed. There's new paint job on the school. Got a nice big sign up by the interstate that's, like, D'Iberville Warriors for a champ like where was all this money when i was in school to like knock some fucking sense in the half of us with education was, no. we're a town now because football and you're like uh, yeah and then they actually became no. a town a few years later like they actually like became the city of d'iberville i'm like all that because of a football game really oh yeah brother yep well Read. my thing too is, is like the same <laughs> The same people who were bummed like about a sports game, like I remember the day after President Obama got reelected, 
I went to school and the same fucking people were bummed out about that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that explains everything. Well, that's that was most of Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing like the obvious disdain on their face that they're just like they're in their life pissed off because the president's black now. Well, that was and the like, thing you could easily tell who's racist after that election. Oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, it was surprising a little bit, too. Because you hear, was. like, you would, it was like it. But even before Trump, that is a good point. It was like a, uh, it, it was, <laughs> it's a quiet reveal. People's reactions <laughs> yeah. to that one, like. Because yeah, when I was Obama, younger, like, I when, don't understand. Because when he I was younger, pretty awesome. I don't know if you've heard. You're talking. right. Like living so. in the South, like uh, the racism uh, uh, is very just kind of like I don't know if it's normalized or you just don't notice it or if it's just like not out in the open. And then before Trump came along, it was just kind of like you'd hear somebody like you know like one of your elders or something say something. And you're just like, oh, that was fucked. Yeah. Up. They were and, just like, mm, and now yeah. they're just like on Facebook, just like throwing it out there, and I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. It it was like, yeah, it would be like a certain generation would say certain words, you're like, no, and it was always striking because it wasn't like I've said this. My grandpa would use the n word sometimes, but not in a hateful way. Now yeah. it was racist. I'm not saying that. Okay. So it, no rap lyrics for grandpa. Saying. But like, I would never have played my grand. Just the beats alone would mess him up. Um, <laughs> just, like, just showing him like binary code. You know what I mean? But he's yeah. like a really, he's a brilliant, brilliant man. But like, hey, look, this is how computers talk. And he'd be like, oh. I mean, like, you have you've worked really hard in your life, and I'm a smart. But it is. What was I talking about? Hey, your grandpa. grandpa said the n-word oh the n-word like he would say it every now and then but in like a not hateful way just in a racist way but it was just, just very like, casually yes and not even mean Did, yeah. if that makes sense like not in a mean it was just like as a it's hard like i think you guys know what i'm where it's like yeah i know exactly what you're talking about like it, my grandfather like a, had this friend of his, he'd been friends with this guy, this this old black guy named Joe. Been friends with him since, like, World War II. And I'm talking, like, this was back when I was a kid, like, back in the 80s. And, you know, he's friends with this guy, been friends with him for decades, and he called him N-Word Joe. Yeah! He's just like, I, we'd be sitting That's there, a Huckleberry Finn character. We'd be sitting there at dinner, he's well, like, the whole N-Word Joe's Mark gonna come Twain by later. And I'm like, that, by the way. Oh, that, like, what? But that's just the casual racism that we grew it, up with. It was not even hate. Like, it's hard to explain in a way that's like, I don't think my grandpa looked like viewed them, them, you know what I mean? Like, view black people. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. You're getting canceled, sir. That's <laughs> sure. What do you mean, them? Uh, it's like, viewed they, them. He's being very progressive right now. That's what I was doing. Um, But, like, the way he viewed black people wasn't like a flat, like less than it was. Yeah. Was like a it was a weird language thing, and I didn't. <laughs> I know I was like you know he was 
ancient and like never rarely used it, but was that like you were saying it would pop out every now and then be like, what the I don't Yeah. I don't well, understand. Like, look, man, I've like we've all said the N word. Like in different contexts. Like I had a friend in high school Speak who for like yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm You've not. said the N word around me, Jason yeah. Robbins. I don't want to hear it. When? Um uh, I'll tell you when we're not recording, buddy. Okay. <laughs> but um, we got to tell you guys about B Res Coffee Company. That's right. B Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out of this world chocolate and caramel flavored roast, or the two hearties one ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own open micers roast of coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. No, I had this friend in high school one time who like put me in the bathroom once and was like, hey man, like you can say it around me. Just don't say it around anyone else. But like you can say it with me. I was like, thanks. That's really dope. Mm. It really, it changed my life. (laughs) I would never tell that story again. Yeah. Um, That's the best advice I can give this whole thing. I'd never again. Now, it had Bruce Bruce uh, mess with me for a whole weekend. He, hey, you can say it. Just say it. And I was like, I, I cannot. I can't. Was, yeah, right. That's a trap. Oh, he was messy. I mean, it was like, I was like, absolutely not. He's like, no, I'll give you a call. You know, I was like, I just, just, I was like, I'm a student of history and I refuse to do that. And he started laughing. He's like, you're cool. And I was like, all right. <laughs> But it was relentless for a whole week when I was like, does this work? He's like, yeah, every now and then one of them will do it. And I'm like, that's because he would, he would get wide openers and it worked really well. Like it was, yeah. like, and it was like, and I, I love a black audience. They're amazing. Yeah. They're there to have fun. Yeah. The best, the most honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if you're funny, they will let you know for sure. But, and white people are the, unless they're your, fans and they came there to see you it the worst uh not yeah no the not the worst the worst is anyone at a comedy show in miami it doesn't matter <laughs> race religion <laughs> like country yeah. just if you live in miami and you're at a comedy show you are that is the worst audience imaginable it is yeah, it always makes me laugh because every like every couple of years, somebody famous go down there and play some festival or something, and then you hear like the audience like threw chairs at them and stuff, and you're like, "Why?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, we just bored." And like, <laughs> no, everyone's on cocaine there and rich, and it's a nightmare. It's like, it's like I thought it was going to be pitbull. It's well, it's just like yeah, it's like there's a famous story about Chappelle, like it right after at the kind of at the starting of the crest of Chappelle show was down there at the improv, which no longer exists. And that's for the best. Uh, it was a true nightmare, that place in the funny way, like as a comedian, you're like, this place is insane. Yeah. Uh, you're like, how's your set? It's awful, but holy <laughs> shit. a lot. Uh, but Chappelle, they said they, they were just yeah, catch for Adam. And he ate chicken wings until his contract was up. And they just yelled stuff at him the whole time. They didn't stop. No one like was like, do your act or anything. They were just like, I'm rich, bitch. And they get for 45 straight minutes. 
Jesus. He didn't say, hell is like, that's, he's like, and they, everybody's like, ah, it's crazy. He didn't say a word. We did. And you're like, this place is insane. And then this, I saw this happen. This was one of the crazier things I've ever seen. And is I was there, uh, I was just there like between, because there was like the West Palm Improv and the Fort Lauderdale Improv and then the Miami Improv. And I was working with Ralphie May at the time. And we were like between, uh, you would do that run sometimes. So we were between weekends and then he's like, let's stay in Miami. And I was like, all right. Um, yes, we should. This place seems insane. And then Andrew Dice Clay was playing like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I didn't know. I never seen him before. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, man, let's yeah. go by. And Ralphie fell asleep. So I went down there and uh, I was, I, he was really, we got really stoned as well. I had like crazy stone. And then he fell asleep and I was like, I'm going to float down and see this legend, <laughs> lunatic. Yeah. I go and the manager, Gideon, was like, what's up? And like, we were pals. And, uh, He's like, it's, he's like, he's a nut. He's already like, kind of yelled at me for no reason. It's awesome. And I was like, fun. So I go on, I go in the back and I'm sitting at the, the sound booth. He goes on and it's panda fucking moaning. These are the crusters yelling, screaming at him and stuff. Kind of like the Chappelle stuff. Not in a mean way, just be like, just rowdy. And like, he kind of like messes with them and does this thing and they kind of get calm, but never like, like a comedy show thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But it was more like, it was like, hey, the opening act's pretty good. Yeah, but like a rock show. Do you know when that when that happens, when they were surprised? Yeah. Because he got kind of got meaner with them. And then it would just pop off. You could feel the seams really early on just popping here, left and right. And I was like, this is wild. And uh, I walked out to smoke a cigarette because I was like, I am really stoned. And as I smoking a cigarette this is 20 minutes into his supposed to do an hour i'm outside in this little alley and he walks out and he's just standing next to me and i was like hey man he's like hey you got a light and i was like yeah and he lit a cigarette and then his he's like texting somebody and then the car comes up he's like fuck these animals and then just gets in a car and they drive back they, they back out and then he leaves and then i'm just, i was like huh I wonder who's on the stage. It was like, I wonder what. And then Gideon comes out, the manager, and he's like, his eyes are like this big. He's like, have you seen Dice? I was like, yeah, I just lit a cigarette and he got in a town car and left. He's like, I was like, he's like, he's supposed to be on stage right now. He just walked off stage. I was like, he left. He's not here anymore. <laughs> wow. So what he's like, he left. I was like, he left. He wasn't. He's like, was he pissed? I was like, no, I didn't. I thought it seemed like he was like, he's real calm. Like we have exchange words and he's like fuck these animals and then got in a car and left it was pretty cool actually Jesus. and so, then like the mc was just like trying to be like uh uh calm down savages it was just <laughs> it was after that it was like pant i was like i just like strolled back to the condo and woke ralphie up i was like dude and he's just like cry laughed, and then we were texting gideon gideon's like people were leaving out paying their tab it was just and i was like yeah that sounds and then, you know, a year or so later, they're like, do you hear that Miami room closed? You're like, damn, it's, it's, it's tough. That was a crazy place. 
So you should have yeah. jumped on stage and taken over for him and saved nope. the show. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> nope. There's not enough money in the world. I don't know if you've ever been like at a, like a club, but like in the part where it's not the club where you can see all the stuff. That's yeah. what that's what it felt like where you're just like, this feels safe. Yeah, this right. Is, <laughs> this is safe. <laughs> Seems dangerous. Though. Wow. Yeah. And then this is I I knew not he's a lunatic. And I don't I'm not even speaking out of turn. When I did Conan, he was on the show as a guest. And he was late. Like the show started before he got there. Uh and they're very clear about being there on like kind of yeah. like like well they, they send a car for you like very early. And then I was like, I can just drive. They're like, Nope, we're sending a car. You're like, Oh, okay. This is a need to know where I am. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh and then that motherfucker, I was wondering, I was like, I wonder if he'll remember me because we had that, you know, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, I was just, I just, it popped in my head. I was like, he will not remember me. And he came in late, he was smoking a cigarette the whole time backstage during makeup, like walked on, like right on time, Hat was smoking a cigarette on the air. Conan was like, what in hell? And then like just smoking. The whole time and then when his segment was over he put a cigarette out and never lit it lit another one the whole time he was there it was this it was the coolest power move i've ever seen That's it was weird. just this, he showed up late <laughs> or no like he made the town car wait i was like this is old show business this dude knows certain tricks and then after the show he just walked in my green room and started talking like we had known each other, you know, since the 80s. That kind of like, like my wife and Aparna are sitting there and the, and the partner goes, you know him? I was like, I never, I mean, I met him, I lit a cigarette, it's a long, no, I don't know him. When was this? No. This was 2017, I guess, when I did coming. I was going to say, I wonder if I could find that clip on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah, Jen Kirkman was on there. She asked to go on and do her segment smoking a cigarette but they told her no and that was like you shouldn't ask she was like yeah, no as soon it. as i ask i was like what they're gonna say no i was like yeah you shouldn't ask <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like you just show up late and are already smoking and then you walk on you're like that was the move and then yeah it was like a wild episode and then he came in and just started and then he looked at my wife and aparna uh and was like, who take? Who's the lady that takes your pictures? And I was like, mm, don't. There, those are, those are people. Those are not. And <laughs> those are civilians. <laughs> those are just. That's a. And I was like, I know what you mean is like publicists, but don't. That's and they can be dudes too, man. That's not. He was just like. He was sweet as can be, but also in that old showbiz kind of like I don't character and i don't know so was he kind of stuck in the character at that point because i had heard that over the years he kind of lost who he really was and just kind of became that character it felt huh you know what it felt like to me was like yeah there's probably that but not in the like the negative way you say but in this like he's a sweet man you can tell there's a sweet sweet little jewish man in there that's really awesome uh and but that character makes so many people happy yeah 
So I think he's kind of torn between like doing the thing that people want him to do because he is really good at it and it's funny and it's like charming almost. It is this, I didn't understand it like the phenomenon. I was very young or whatever. And then even as a comedian, I was like, this isn't for me. But then when you like meet him and you're around him, you're like, oh, there's like a charm to this thing. Like, I think that people try to do that now and they're doing Jeselnik does it the best. Jeselnik yeah. does it with like the kind of like, hey, you know, where Yeah. Like, so, and then I just, that's what it, that read I got was like, he was super sweet to everyone, looked everyone in the eye through every, you know what I mean? Like, amazing, like pro showbiz. But you also, that, like, to me, that's was, just, he sold out Madison Square Garden as a fucking well, yeah. comedian. So that warps your head. It just, it, it's weird to me, you know, because there, there is a breed of comedian that put on a character like that to go on stage, and they're not that person off stage. Like, you look, look at somebody like Gilbert Gottfried, you know, that, that, that character, like, that's not really him. Like, that, that's a character, you know, and, but, and then I feel like this, uh, the comedians of, like, say, the past 15, 20 years or so, it's more... They're just who they are on stage, and they're not like putting on a character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, 70s. I was gonna say Larry the Cable Guy is pretty popular. Yeah, but yeah. people took him the task for that because that's a character, and I and I never really understood why people went after him for that because he is in real life. You know, he's not Larry the Cable Guy. That's a character. Yeah, he's, he's playing. Just Larry. But he's you just, look, he's Dan Whitney he, is his name. Yeah. Um, and you look, nice at people, you look back in the past at people like Sam Kennison, that character he played on stage. Like, he, I don't know if he did. I think from I what think I know about that man is like, but I think he became the character and the character. That was, was that's a whole different thing though. Like he became that character after a severe brain injury. Like he couldn't help it. Yeah. No. And, and a plethora of cocaine that eats that part of your brain that is moral. So yeah. like there's like that they like, that's another part of like American culture that we like to I like, you know, when people are like, well this generation was this and this and this and this is and you're like, well, what we really need to identify if we're really examining why we do stuff politically and societally, it's like what drugs were is everyone fucking on then? If you look at the eighties Everyone got greedy as fuck because they're all coked out of their mind. You look at the the 60s and 70s, it was groovy and weird because everybody's tripping balls and doing stuff like that. It's like, you know, and then there's also groups of people not doing those drugs that are evil. Uh, (laughs) And all they want is power, and we have to watch them. That seems really, it's not a large percentage of society that's fucking it up it's always a small small tiny one that we just don't watch because <laughs> we like to go in pastors and and do drugs <laughs> and i you feel know, like this episode we i feel like this whole episode we skirted a few topics that could that, that we skirted getting canceled quite a few times <laughs> On this show, uh, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> it, if if and when we get our That's Spotify what deal, is, right? Yeah, because like if we ever get a Spotify deal, I'm gonna have to apologize for a few things, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Oh, you're not gonna. 
Those deals are done, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was to take over the podcast landscape, and they did that already. So just keep doing what you're doing. Um, <laughs> like know, the well, guy that brokered a lot of those deals is not even there anymore. Oh, no. And that says a lot. Well, we we had a couple of friends of ours who um, a couple of years ago were going to get a Spotify deal. And all that had to happen was one of the co-hosts had to apologize for saying the N-word a whole bunch on their show. <laughs> and he just didn't <laughs> fucking do it. Well, yeah, that's the face I made, too. <laughs> he just didn't fucking do it. He was just like, no, I would rather just not have Spotify money and just, like, not apologize for anything ever. Man, okay, that's weird as fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. That make, I mean, Joe Rogan was like, hey, my bad. I, <laughs> yeah, right. That just, like, he was like, that was one of the realest things I ever saw. He's like, that is not good. That, that's not, ah. He was like, no, it wasn't. It was, stop it. It's like, but I feel like that's a discipline thing, too. I remember I, I, they, I really bought into the beer and pussy part after I played baseball in college. I went to a bigger school and got the greek life i was like this sounds it's animal house and it's not like that um it's it's a lot of rich it's what my dad said it was it was like um but like during pledging they we we weren't allowed to say like this you know the secret word or whatever uh the thing that the brothers other when they leave and finish the hand jobs and stuff um <laughs> Man, they hate when I just do stuff like that. I'm still friends with like two or three of them, and they're like, "Man, when you make those jokes, some of those some of our friends text us or like, this motherfucker, we didn't do." And I'm like, "Yeah, there's a lot of hand jobs." Uh, but <laughs> it makes me laugh. These fucking assholes. Uh, but I just didn't say it because I was like, okay. And then I would get in the car with like some of my pledge brothers and they would just scream it as soon as we were like without you know earshot of a fucking active or whatever they're called like someone that could get you in trouble they would just be like blah blah and i was just like sit there. i was like i don't have like just because they say we can't doesn't make me want to say, it's like i just won't say it say it and then like in the ceremony when they tell you what it means uh, I made a couple of, like these really old, like one of them was the DA and one of them was the judge. They, you know, they come back in this weird way. It's like all of it's like, oh, this yeah. is creepy. Um, and you guys are running shit who are okay, whatever. I don't care. I'm I'm funny. I don't. This doesn't affect me. So, but in the ceremony, they tell you what it means, and I went, "You gotta be kidding me." Uh. Uh-uh. I just couldn't hold it in. You know, everyone's in the robe and it's all, and, and like the DA and this judge just barely laughed. But they're they like, right? I was like, this is the stupidest fucking shit. Ugh. <laughs> and now you can look up what it means on the internet. You couldn't then. It was like a secret and it's passed down. And then I was like, I wonder, like 10 years ago, I just Googled it and I was like, yeah, I knew someone would put it on the internet. Someone that kicked out or something like fuck these motherfuckers i'll just say what it is it's funny i never had uh, those college experiences <laughs> it was yeah. frustrating i didn't you know when you like 
high school, they class is like rich and poor is still kind of area. And then it was college that that's when it became like, oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I went to community college, so I didn't, there wasn't any of that. It's just a lot of doing, doing drugs. No, I played baseball at community college. That was fun as hell. Like, I have nothing. That's, I learned more. I got better education than I did at the fucking... Now I got 100%. a different education at the university. It was more of a social, like this is societal education than I did. I got it. That's a good advice for anyone who's listening. If you want an actual education, go to community college to study what you want to learn and be and get it affordably. And then if you want to learn how like structures and all that shit work, go to a big school for a year or something and fucking party. Because yeah. that's... <laughs> That's how you learn how it all really works. Like, I always remember just being fascinated and confused with kids that already knew their whole life. Yeah, I'm, I'm 45, and, like, and hey, I still yeah, no, don't I'm know. I'm going to go up, and I'm going to do this, <laughs> and then we do this, and I'll be, and I'll have get a house there, and I'll marry a blonde lady around here, and I'll do this. And you're like, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. I envy that, though. Yeah. I've been doing comedy since 17 years old. I fucked up. Well, you're 22. Stop. Yeah. If you don't like it. No, it's God, too late, man. I started at 21. But it's like I already flunked out of school. Like, I quit school to do. You quit, you quit school to do comedy? That's, that was a good decision. I, the educations department told me to do that. Well, I, I told him I was going to and yeah. was waiting for him to be like, nah, I just finish and do this. And he was like, nah, you should. Yeah, I had him for a couple of classes, and he was like, "No, you're like funny," and I was like, "Yeah, I know. That's why I'm quitting school." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like every rapper that just knows they're good, like like yeah, Mac like, Miller, like seventeen, is like, "No, I got bars. Like we're fine." Well, like any of the, I remember being frustrated in communications classes in a big school because I was like, "Some of you can't speak out loud," and that's yeah. like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. Like it's fascinating, and then like. One day I didn't read the syllabus right, and I showed up to this advanced public speaking class, and it was like a persuasive speech. And I was like, I fucking, I thought it was, mine was two days from now, I believe. And my friend was like, just fucking make something up. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I persuaded the teacher to give me an A, even though I didn't (laughs) just instructions or turn in any of the stuff and then i thought it was i was like but listen this is why i'm also i know the stat and i did this whole thing i'm everybody and he was like yeah it's fucking a and there was like a couple teachers pets i remember what the fuck and i just want to be like you shouldn't do this this is why y'all and then yeah it was that's what i was like yeah i had good grades my mom is still mad he's like just finish it's a scam it is a scam it's definitely a scam hey and it never stops trust me you're you're no matter how old you get your parents are still going to ask you to go to school it still happens to me i'm 45 my parents are like you ever going to go back to school like no not gonna happen no no No. i have no plans to go back to school I, 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 i didn't have much student loans and i'm bragging about this because it didn't make sense like 
the way I understood the, you know, money. Yeah. I was just like, well, I don't need all that money. I just need enough to pay for school. And then that's all I need. Like, I have a little job. I can, once they make you, I remember how mad I was after you get out of the dorms and you get an apartment and you're like, wait, I can live with my friends, get my own room and bathroom and a kitchen for cheaper for much cheaper mm-hmm. than that dorm situation. I'm going to burn this whole situation down. <laughs> so like that was the only time I like loan was from one semester. They made me live in the fucking dorm. Mm. And the time I was like, just what I need for for the, that I didn't get books. Cause I, uh, I looked at the prices of the books and I was like, this is a scam. I don't like this. And my mom's like, just do it. Just take one of your paychecks and just buy the books. And I was like, so I went to our really, really nice library at Western Kentucky university. And, uh, guess what? Every book that teachers use at that university is also in that library. <laughs> yeah. So if you really need the book, you can go check it out yeah. do your studying where you're already yeah. studying and oh, do God. that college also, books are the there's... biggest scam ever and there's no the, information the, the librarian lady internet. figured it she was like there's always like 10 or 11 of you every semester that kind of figure this out and I was like, <laughs> yeah i just googled my way through college like every single answer just it's all on google like there's no information that's not on fucking google I would, uh, towards the end, what I did in one of because I worked in the computer, computer information systems department, like that was one of my on-campus jobs. Yeah. Uh, they didn't teach me how computers work. I plugged in, I did shapes, you know what I mean? I, I plugged yeah. in the shapes to the shapes, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> I would bring, you know, that was my, and then there were nerds in there that would teach me how Napster and all that stuff worked. It was cool. Uh. But that was, I got to drive around, you know what I mean? In the, uh, I had a Western Kentucky van. Nice. I still can't believe they gave me the keys. Because I was just, <laughs> that we could drive on the sidewalk in those vans, you know what I mean? Because it had the thing. It, like a couple of times people would be like, hey, because they see a young person and then they'd see the side of the, you know, the official thing. Then, All right. And then I'd open up the side of the van and just have my friends get in. I'd drive around campus as classes and stuff. <laughs> and awesome. it, it was, I had fun. It was, but I wasn't, you know, scamming everything. It was like, this whole thing's a goddamn scam. I remember when I, the end of it was I had group decision and group dynamics. And the lady taught it as if the world was a utopia and everyone had the same skill sets and abilities. So everyone got to speak the same amount of time in a group setting. And I was like, this is, scam- you scam this university. Like, this is, like, cause she wrote the book that you, and all this. And I was like, oh, I know what this is. This, you're, you're an old grifter. This is brilliant. But this makes me insane because you're not teaching us like anything about how like the real like I just think you know my dad was a coach I came from all this team dynamic shit and I was like it drove me nuts because I was like this isn't how any group works yeah like even this 
He's like, you guys are like, let him talk. We talk all the time. Like, that's what, like, if we all talk equally, it'd be a nightmare. And that's what she taught. I almost lit a cigarette in her class one day. My friend was like, hey, you can't. And I was like, oh, she's stressing me the fuck. This is, <laughs> this is lunacy. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, this is a scam. Like, this is a, I was like, I'm done. This whole thing makes no fucking sense. Like, if you're going to be a doctor or a scientist or like, yes. And that's, that's, I think people need to realize, and that's why we're in the trouble we're in with like all the student loans and all that shit. And you hit it the nail on the head, unless you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, or you'd have to have a doctor or something like that's the only, re- like a scientist. Those are the only couple of reasons you need to go to college. Other than I that, just- to go to a trade school. Or go yeah. to community college. Take trade classes in high school. Yeah. Take those. For They'll sure. teach you to get in cheap. You be an apprentice <laughs> somewhere. Do like, like that is like, like I'm not, and it's weird for me to be like, you know, I've been a successful comic since I was like 23. I've made a living at this, but it's also because like I come from a football coach, an English teacher, like a TVA farmer grandpa you know what i mean like so like i just approached it like work yeah because i was like oh you might i make money in this this is like what it is like but it's like i think one of the frustrating things is like i like i look back and laugh like exactly what you're saying like all those rich dudes that said i was the lazy fucker you know and all because i didn't have money to do all the stuff but i was like mm-hmm. i was the only one with a fucking job that was paying for my apartment but Right. They call me like, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. that. That was my first introduction to that kind of thought process where I was like, but now like most of those dudes are insurance agents across the state of Kentucky. I was like, that's the laziest job you can have. <laughs> what do you sell? Something the government requires you to have. Yeah. Do you, is yeah. it your own company? No, it's state farm. They just, there's just these, I just pick these boxes and then you do the thing and then when something happens and stuff it's dude i know i got a license to sell life insurance a few years ago because it was just fucking easy (laughs) it was so easy like it was the easiest thing i've ever done was learn how to sell life insurance why aren't you doing that because it's boring as fuck that's why it is boring as fuck (laughs) and you kind of got to be like we bought some a couple years like you like, got to be a certain personality to do it. It and, is. And it's, it's you're exactly, that is exactly right. Because the people that do it aren't bad people, but they have a way that it works for them. You're exactly, it's, yeah. Cause you leave, you're like, man, that's, that's weird. They do Let me tell day. you something about insurance agents. They don't give a shit about you. They just want that. Uh, they just want that check that, that you're going to generate. From selling oh, yeah. that policy. That's all you are to them. Dude, that's fucking, that's everyone in every job ever. Yeah, <laughs> what are you but, talking about? At the same time, like, I just don't have that personality to, that's why I'm not a salesman. Yeah. I, I can't sell, I, I can't dr- grift people. I just, I don't have that, whatever that salesman mentality is. Like, yeah. I could never sell I'd a sell car or. I believe you can't, but I'm with you. I can't, unless I like truly believe it. Yeah, I could probably sell it if I'm like, hey, man, these shoes, I love these shoes. And that's when people are like, you should be a salesman. You're like, no, I just like 
insane. Like, I, it's like if you're like sell these tires, you're like, I don't. Won't yeah, do that. It, but if you're out there and you're one of those people that likes to be a salesman, dude, it like getting your insurance, uh, the your license to sell insurance is like the easiest thing on planet Earth to do. Yep, <laughs> and like it yep. makes you so much money. So much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do that like right after Good, the podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, go do it. Dude, the you could do that ever. And if you got, if you work hard, literally, for like maybe twelve to eighteen months, like worked really hard. And go, you know, comedy, but like worked hard for like eighteen yeah. months to two years of getting a client base, while you still did comedy. You could maintain. You could maintain those if you could just keep those clients. You could do comedy comfortably yeah. for a long time, just ma- maintaining those clients you built for that first two years. Like he's, that's he's not that's wrong. The tr- <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's a certain. I don't know how you feel about polo shirt, just like that kind of lifestyle. But love it. It's, I look really good in polos. You that you're gonna do great. Um, you got a good face for it. If I'm being honest, you. like you, it's Thank trustworthy. You. Like it's kind of like Thank young. You you look yeah. like an insurance salesman. <laughs> yeah, you kind of like you have that like. What it is is like you have a jovial face, where yes. like also I bet when you get nervous you kind of smile too. Hundred percent. Right? I'm yeah, uh-huh. nervous, scared, tired. I'm just always fucking smiling, dude. Yeah, so people are like, ah, he's, I like him. I don't know why. Yeah, but, I yeah. fucking got him. Well, that's you know, we got to do this anyway. Why not? This, why you hear not that, everybody? Shoney's here. We're coming to the end of the episode. Go buy insurance from Jacob Craig. He'll, he'll, Man, he'll hell yeah, steer dude. you wrong. That's cool how you end the episode like that. <laughs> he's He's got a face you can trust. <laughs> here at, 100%. Op- at Open Micers Insurance. Uh, can I come back in 18 months and, and see if... Yeah. I want I want your background 100%. to just then just be like sport like high end sports memorabilia <laughs> and like a wooden. Yeah. You know, he's doing good. He's doing. He's getting. Yeah. yeah. And just like an ex wife. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, like a young lady pop in, just be like, hey, oh, I didn't, didn't know. And you're like, Brett Favre's here. Brett's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's here to buy insurance. He needs Brett's welfare here. now. Brett's here. <laughs> Brett could use some welfare. Thing. Yeah, he could. He's he's getting wrecked. I uh, forgot to. Are we done? Can I not ask about that? That is fat. I don't know. I know bits and pieces. I mean, of we're, story, we're and every still time in, I look into it. I'm like, this we're is still not in the episode. Good. But from what I understand, he's in a lot of trouble for taking money from yeah. the welfare department in Mississippi. Dude, I don't like millions don't of dollars. He's but in, and then it was like supposed to be a loan. That's the way I understood it, and then he just didn't pay it back. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, he was. I feel like he did like the PPE loan thing, but wrong. Well, he was supposed. No, this was to, before that. Well, the money right. went to him because he was supposed to do some uh, appearances, I think, and some oh. uh, like some um, motivational uh, speaking or something like that, and just Copper didn't tone. do anything. <laughs> like they gave him all this money, and he didn't fucking do shit for it. And now yeah, they're the like, you got to give the money back. And he's like, well, I don't have it. I spent it. Yeah. I don't that's a good, that. that's a good way to get away with. Didn't like, he make hundreds? Money. Didn't he make hundreds of millions? 
Yeah, but he's from yeah. Mississippi, so he probably didn't know how oh, to dude, handle he's money. He's looking rough. <laughs> he's looking rough. He definitely snorted that fucking money. Oh, that's you say a lot of things you shouldn't as a young man. Um, yeah, because uh, we, 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 that's that's libel, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's don't we don't what? know that for sure. We do know early in his career that he did like to party and drink. That is true. And then I we have... know that he did probably take painkillers most of his playing career, is what I'm guessing. Well, I'm from pretty some sure of those most, performances. Most... Uh, he allegedly, he <laughs> allegedly then... snorted that money. I just uh, that makes I don't it's it's I mean if we're being honest to have that much money and then come back to Mississippi is not a great idea. Yeah, and what Jacob said I, is not not for me. I, I'm I'm not. Nope. I, I just I, he's that what, Jacob's Jacob's just, opinions are his own. They represent <laughs> none of us. I I may or may not already have a pending defamation case against me. Yeah. <laughs> So don't. The good thing is you. That's well. Maybe you should hold off on d- doing that insurance thing because yeah. you might not. It might be better for you to not have any possessions I, for a while. Yeah, I feel like I should sell myself life insurance. Yeah, you probably should. Well, I don't know. They could take that from you. <laughs> Did you know that you take out life insurance on people, then they not know it? Yeah. Very easy to do. I know what and I'm that, doing for the next few months. I, I guarantee you, some of those dudes I went to college with have done that. On yeah. me, probably. We should start well, taking out life insurance on Brett Far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is like that's an interesting, huh? <laughs> it's like it's like the ultimate Deadpool. That's what I was like. It's like that Stanhope's Deadpool thing, but like putting some real money into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like sports betting. Like I, I'm not trying. This is not an ego win for me. I'm trying to get rich here. I'm gonna. All right, we need oh, to end, right, we need to end this we before we dig boys. ourselves into a hole. And we're uh, that's a fascinating <laughs> thing that I think later in life you'll be like, "Holy shit, people were doing that thing that you, yeah. we thought was really bad." And you're like, "No, it's just a legal thing." To do. Yeah. Well, man, it has There's been an absolute pleasure to have you on yeah. the show. We can talk about anything. Like I said, I'm pretty open. We'll have but to have you back on. on. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find your uh, your tickets at. And BWDTour.com. Uh, and then if you just Google Billy Wayne Davis, all, all this stuff comes up that you need. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the best way to do it is all, like the BWD tour, and then you have a Tumblr that's pretty active. It's BillyWayneDavis.tumblr.com. Do I really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know where your stuff is. <laughs> I have a Tumblr? Yeah. It might not be you like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> just someone else talking shit to idiots on Tumblr. I don't. Yeah, it's got links to all your uh, your social media and stuff on there. Well, Billy Wayne Davis is going to Google his Tumblr now. Yeah, let me. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah, I got, I've got a Tumblr. Okay. Yeah. I, but well, that used to be that like, that we used to link that to BWD tour to that. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. And then we made a proper one that's just like, you know, yeah. I can do like a. Yeah, so I'll put that I in guess. the show notes to bwdtour.com and billywaynedavis.tumblr.com. And uh, go follow him on all the socials. Go see him live. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Jacob, you yeah. got anything you want to tell the people before we leave tonight? Just that we got two more great comics coming up at the end of this month. And we are putting our Halloween 
month of guests together very slowly. So you guys stay tuned for some cool, scary shit. Awesome. Well, go follow us at Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram, openmikers.com. Takes you to our website and uh, go to go to our merch shop. Go, I tell you what, go to our Twitter at Open Micers and just click the link tree at the top. That'll take you everywhere you need to go. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week.